Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. I'm excited to be back because Cindy and I needed a break. I went to a sanitarium in Puerto Vallarta and said, oops, I'm kidding. I'm not supposed to say that. Well, how would you believe a fat farm? Oh, I'm not supposed to say that either. And no, I did not have any plastic surgery. I just got to go on a wonderful vacation. Cindy has been as busy as a bee with her family and she needed some time off too. But I'm hoping Cindy takes a picture of herself because her hair has grown out and it's so pretty. So that's what we've been up to. Busy, busy, busy. Now, so I'm back. Today, this is Women Beyond a Certain Age. And what I wanna talk about is this coming Thanksgiving after COVID, because I think, you know, we read all these articles, make it easy, make it easy on yourself and stuff, but people really don't. I think that all those, that stuff is, um, I think it, it fills fodder for magazines and sells cranberry sauce, but, and sells recipes, but I don't think it really makes it easy on us because I think we all stress ourselves out. But the, so I've been thinking, of what I wanted to say about not being stressed out for the holidays. And here was an example, and I'll tell you why. I've always done Thanksgiving. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we just have friends, sometimes it's Kenny and I. But two days before Thanksgiving is always my husband's birthday. Now, for those of you that don't know Kenny, Kenny is a classic AAA personality. Okay, a litigating attorney. Now, what does that really mean? That means he likes to win. He's a firstborn son. What does that mean? He's used to being, he was his mother's firstborn son in a nice Jewish family. What do you think? What do you think that means? That means he loves um, being adored by people around him. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I like being adored too. It's just never been really by the right people. <laughs> Okay, never mind. I'm off the track. What I'm telling you is this. He loves to have a beautiful birthday dinner, and I love to do it, except sometimes, because it's only two days before Thanksgiving, I end up, I've probably run the dishwasher last year when I gave him a a duck in orange sauce and a chocolate cupcakes and something else and something else and then rolled into Thanksgiving. I must have ran the dishwasher 10 times in two days and I know I spent about $600. Now, by the time I was finished with Thanksgiving, I really didn't like myself or Kenny anymore. And I thought, how can I avoid that this year? So we are taking out a couple that are dear friends and we're going out for his birthday. And he's excited about it. And mostly I'm excited about it because you know what? I'd really like to enjoy Thanksgiving this year and not feel like it was the add-on, okay? Or that it was the third day that I was running a restaurant. So I just share that with you if that's at all helpful to you as an epiphany about uh, the holidays. Now, here's my some entertaining tips. After COVID, I've decided after possible job losses, after being in quarantine, I think this is a year to appreciate your family more than ever, family and friends that we didn't get to see. But I also think that it's a year that we could scale back on entertaining stress, demands on ourselves, and money spent. 
okay? This is, we've all had enough stress. We've had tons of stress with COVID being in the center of a pandemic. So why don't we treat ourselves to just being nice to ourselves and make it easy? And I really mean easy on Thanksgiving. I don't mean Martha Stewart easy. I mean really easy. You don't have to paint your house. You don't have to brush those dogs. You don't have to, you know, make the world's most beautiful flower arrangement. So here's some ideas for you. When this airs, um, which will probably be it's coming up, make those big decisions right now. That's what I say to people. Are you having turkey? Are you having ham? Are you having a roast beef? Whatever, a lasagna? Whatever you're having, make the decision. Because the moment you've made the decision, you can start shopping and planning. Ever try it now? This is what I'm thinking for this year that might really work for people. Ever try to pot luck with your family? Now, I never did these. And then I did one recently with just friends. And it was so successful because all of us had been in the same boat. We wanted to see each other, but we also wanted to... Um, not put too much stress on one hostess. So I have done it and it's been wonderful. Now, this is what I do. Whoever is the home base, if this is your family coming for Thanksgiving and you're the home base, you cook the turkey or ham or prime rib or the entree, as we would say, and delegate the rest. And I really mean delegate the rest in a list, in writing, in an email, make people accountable. So when someone says, what am I supposed to bring? You tell them and you don't kind of just, oh, well, whatever you feel like, because then you're going to end up with a disaster. Now, so I cook a turkey on Thanksgiving. And one of the things I've learned to do is I get the turkey several days in advance. I have it in my spare refrigerator. If you don't, then you just keep it, you know, you can keep it depending on where you live. I know some friends that keep it in the snow outside, but you wanna get your turkey early. There could be shortages this year for turkeys. That's what, I don't know if that's just a way to make us all run out and buy turkeys now, but plan it, plan for it. And if you can't get a turkey, why don't you serve some beautiful chicken, okay? Make it easy on yourself. Now, I have a gravy thermos. And ever since I've learned to cook my turkey, I make it very simple. I, I rub the outside with salt and pepper and olive oil. I usually put rosemary and lemons in the cavity. And, and I do put mirepoix. And for any of you, if you don't know, celery, carrots, and onions under my turkey, add a whole big old box of stock to the bottom of the pan. And then I'm, so I'm building the basis that I'm gonna need for a really good gravy, okay? Now, if you don't know how to, make gravy. All you want is the drippings out of the pan with that hot stock. You can make a little roux if you want to, butter and flour. There's also probably more tutorials on how to make gravy on YouTube than we can count, okay? You need a whisk. So, but I have a gravy thermos. So the minute my turkey comes out, it's cooked for two hours, let's say, I let it rest for 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Now, why do I let that rest? Because I want all the juices to be in the turkey and not trying to slice it when it's hot, like any meat. Okay, the same thing with prime rib. Prime rib, you want your entree, your meat to rest. Now, 
That means it's resting. That gives me the time right then to make the gravy. And a gravy thermos that I bought for $9.99 at Bed Bath & Beyond, it just looks nicer than a regular thermos. You put the gravy in there and now your gravy is made. So you're not doing that when you're trying to have a glass of champagne or wine with your guests. The gravy is already made. It holds perfectly, okay? If for any reason your gravy got too hot, I'm sure most of you know this trick, but you drop an ice cube in it, okay? After it's been emulsified and it gets hot, you can drop an ice cube in it and stir it with that whisk and it comes back. Okay, that's an old restaurant trick. So I pour mine in the thermos and then I don't have to worry about it. It's already made. Stuffing, I make stuffing the night before and I make stuffing in a separate dish. Okay, um, then I bake it off because depending on where you're from and how there's so many types of stuffings, I make plain old bread, onion, and um, butter stuffing because that's what my mother made. Now, if you don't know, the second day that stuffing is better because it's all melded together. So I make my stuffing and bake it off the night before and then I reheat it the next morning. Um, stuffing, of course, in a small casserole dish, depend, but can be microwaved. So you, you're just always liberating. You're not going to wait for everything to be in that oven. I only have one oven in my new house. So I'm very careful when I plan my menus. Um, people that, so here's our job list for people. And this is how you can write it to them. You can put in an email. You can do it separately if you think some people might be sensitive. Um, my family as Italians, sensitivity is one of the last things on our list. I just want to be honest about you. If you were sensitive in my family, you didn't make it. Now, people that can go cook, okay? You know who can cook in your family. They get a very descriptive job and a dish, maybe even with a recipe. Give them the recipe so that they don't go off and do something that you don't, that you know people won't like. Or because they just went to Thailand, they wanna make some Thai dish that doesn't go into your Thanksgiving, okay? And if you're really kind, send them a grocery list with the recipe because that will make their job so much easier. The reason a recipe might work is even if they can cook, they may not know how many servings to make. And if you're, if you're cooking for eight or 10 or 12, that could be really helpful to them. And then you won't run out. Um, I've had friends bring things to my house when there were six or eight people for dinner. And it was a dish the size that my doggy eats out of, or, you know, or that my cat used to eat out of. And I'd say, this isn't enough for eight or 10 people. So you have to guide people. I think that's part of the fun of being the hostess. Now, here's where you create the balance in the menu. In your food suggestions, like I just said, does your family want traditional or are they flexible? Special diets, gluten-free. Okay, handle it right now. Vegan, stay away from dairy. If you think about a, uh, the menu that I'm gonna to describe to you, if there's no dairy in it, other than the turkey, the whole menu will be vegan, okay? Um, they can eat all but the turkey or roast. That's what I try to do in looking for a vegan menu. Lots of vegetables. Um, Lots of vegetables, the side dishes can be made with olive oil and not butter. So you, it's not that big of a deal. 
Okay. Um, there, I've had to learn how to cook vegan because so many of my friends are vegan. And you know what? At first I used to balk and now I just think, oh no, that's easy. That's not a problem. Stay away from anything that had a face. Um, and that includes bumblebees. So honey's not allowed. Cindy and I learned that cooking vegan, um, make uh, writing vegan cookbooks for friends. Of course, there's so many good vegan cookbooks out there now that again, if, or on the internet, you can find a recipe for someone in a heartbeat. If, and also I always say this, marinated tofu on the market is microwaves, microwavable. That was so easy for me to say. Marin <laughs> Marinated tofu on, is on the market now. Marinated, it's quick and easy. It's also microwavable. I buy it at Trader Joe's. So if you have a family member or guest, they can bring the brand they like. If someone's vegan, say to them, well, what are you gonna eat? Everything else is fine for you. And they'll say, oh, I can have some tofu. They can pick it up themselves. Then they'll get exactly what they like. Instead of mashed potatoes and candied yams, how about a sliced potato and yam casserole? You can use herbs and olive oil. Choose a recipe that can be baked the day before and when it arrives to you, just a quick reheat. Now, anybody, a recipe like that, someone who's only an okay could cook can probably make that for you. They're just gonna slice the yams and the potato and they're gonna put it in a casserole dish and they're gonna bake it. Um, again, you can just tell them to bake it the day before. It'll be delicious and you'll just reheat. And I just want to remind you, you have the 30 minutes while your turkey or roast rests. And that's how you manage your oven space. And this is the time that if you are cooking, baking off some rolls, this would be the time to do it. Okay. Or warm sliced bread. This is the time that you could easily warm that up while the turkey's resting. Vegetables. This assignment is easy as guests bringing a bag of already cleaned broccoli or asparagus. And it's a quick saute in a pan. Again, olive oil or avocado oil, salt and pepper. Shaved Parmesan. You can buy lovely already shaved Parmesan on top. And that can be on the table so that people can add it to their vegetables. But Dairy, no dairy doesn't have to pick it off. Vegans can eat, now eat the vegetables and special diets or someone who's just lost 30 pounds who is really trying to stay away from cheese. So there's always a way to solve the problem, but it's just in the planning. I always tell my family or people to bring everything prepped. So when I said that bag of pre-cleaned broccoli, if they don't wanna pay for the pre-cleaned broccoli, then they can clean two heads or three heads themselves, but bring it in a Ziploc bag. I used to have a friend that would always arrive and she would bring these beautiful food, but two bags of groceries. So if I just cleaned up my kitchen from getting ready for my guests and now she was making it messy again. I think I actually stopped inviting her as a guest because it pissed me off. Because if, you, if you're like me, when my guests arrive, I want my kitchen clean, okay? The dishwasher dish washer is empty and I'm gonna load it back up, but I don't want a big mess in my kitchen. So tell people what you want and you will get it. If you don't tell them what you want, you will get what they want and that may not work in your time frame. Now, how about a green salad? How about not heavy, um, I know, 
or even just sliced tomatoes and red onions if you live in an area that with an avocado slice on top. But I love to put out a big green salad. Again, if someone has just lost weight and they're trying to stay on their diet, to have a salad on the table is like a friend to them because they know they can eat unlimited salad. Now, I have a big salad bowl. Your friends, who's got to think of your friends who can make a good green salad. But I pour dressing in the bottom of the salad bowl. I build a barrier with cucumbers, then add all the ingredients, lettuces last, put film rip on the top. That can sit all night the night before in anybody's refrigerator, okay? So the salad is done. Um, toss it when they arrive. Also, again, a printed recipe, some guidelines for them, they'll know how much to buy. Do they need three heads of lettuce? for 10 people or do they need four heads lettuce? Tell people. So you're helping them with their prep. So you relieve their nerves if they're nervous. If you tell them that they can make these dishes the day before, then all of a sudden when they get up on Thanksgiving morning, they don't have any stress. They'll just come to your house with their already prepared food. Everybody wins. Okay. That's the idea behind it. If someone insists on a family favorite, this is what I say to them. Oh, you make that. And I feel like that will teach them a lesson. Okay. If they're insisting on a family recipe, let them have it, but they can make it. Meaning if it's one of those jello salads, great, but make it yourself. Okay. And I shouldn't say one of those jello salads. My mother actually made a cranberry, I think it was cherry jello with cream cheese um, salad. And she made it like in a lasagna pan with would cut squares. And to this day, I can remember how delicious it is. And actually now I'm thinking I should make that. But I have lots of friends that love jello salads. So that was in no way a sneer towards jello salads. Um, cranberry sauce, add some orange zest to the canned option if you don't want to make it. Cranberry sauce homemade is actually one of the easiest things in the world. You buy a bag of the cranberries at the store, read the recipe off the back, it's delicious. Or you go to Trader Joe's, and I wish Trader Joe's was sponsoring this podcast, because I think I've already mentioned them two or three times. But, but, Trader Joe's has the most delicious cranberry orange relish in the jar for like $2, and it's all you need for 10 people. So I, I think that in reality, you could buy that. Now, appetizers, I just say this. I keep them light because my family really enjoys Thanksgiving dinner. And I like to make it nice, but I also don't want them to fill up on appetizers, okay? I keep a, a crudité tray, or maybe it's a small antipasto platter. Can there be cheese and salami or cured meats or olives? Sure, again, just don't make the platter platter too large. I see the platters and I know they're all boards and platters are all in style right now. I think it's so funny because what do they call them? Oh, they're calling them charcuterie platters. Of course, most of the time, that's not even a charcuterie platter because they're adding all sorts of stuff to it. So if you don't know what the name charcuterie means, I know most of you listeners do, but charcuterie, charcuterie refers to pork and the, and the charcuterie, the man that makes the pork and the salami and the sausages. So how raspberries and chocolate cookies and all that shit ended up on this platter, I don't know. It's for a picture. Also, I find them incredibly distasteful because of the size of a coffee table. And I know that people want to do that for a party, but does that mean everybody touches the piece of food that they put their hands down on? 
Okay, so I put, I've put i just taken a piece of cheese in it and I've licked my fingers and then I go back for another piece of cheese. So I get my piece of cheese and probably the one next to it that someone else is eating. But never mind, we're not gonna talk about sanitation. But anyway, I hate those big things. They make me scared. During COVID, I thought one of the cutest things I ever saw that could be adapted is people took little tiny takeout boxes and made individual crudite or charcuterie things. So people have it in their hand or that there's tables in your house, but people can enjoy that and it's just enough. You can portion control it. Also keep a schedule and, um, and keep to it. I mean this, I tell people, this can be in your email to them, you know, uh, cocktails and, and uh, crudite at 3.30, dinner at 4.15. If you don't give people a very long cocktail hour, um, chances are the conversation at dinner will be more interesting. I'm always just trying to not have people drink too much on holidays right before we sit down at the table because, oh, God knows everything can go wrong with too much alcohol, but also it keeps my Uncle Johnny from putting the napkin on his head, which he thinks is really funny. And actually, it is funny, but I'm the only one that laughs. Other people find it kind of distasteful. So I just share with you, I keep a schedule, okay? Now for dessert, who's the baker in the family? Two pies? Three pies, okay. I see hostesses cooking four or five pies. I think that's so ambitious. I also think it's an enormous amount of work. So how, if you've still got people at the table that haven't had a job, if each of them makes one pie or buys one pie, you've got enough dessert. And vanilla ice cream goes with everything. So a half gallon of really premium ice cream in your freezer, uh, will fix anything. It also hides in case the pies are ugly. <laughs> now, people that are rich that you're having over, are they family members or their boyfriend? You make them buy great wine and you tell them how much, okay? Of course, the, the type of wine depends on really how rich they are. <laughs> and you have to tell them, okay? Tell them what you want. If somebody, in, if you have a young person, a young person that can bartend will meet and they're the life of the party, or if you have people that don't all know each other, I've sometimes had Thanksgivings where there are orphans or odds, we call them odds and ends. I've been, I've been an odd and end at people's party when I was all alone and had nobody. And I was so gracious that my friends, dear friends that were waiters with the catering company that I ran invited me over my first couple of years in LA. And um, I would usually cook the turkey because I knew how to do that. And then, but there was just a whole bunch of party, a whole bunch of people that wanted to have a lovely Thanksgiving together and make a party. But that person that bartends, they could make a picture of Cosmos. Cosmos with cranberry juice are perfect at Thanksgiving. It depends who you are. Maybe a picture of margaritas, maybe a picture of Manhattans, and then um, serve the wine at dinner. So that's something to think about. I always say this, if people want to bring you a gift, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong or they really don't have time or they work 60 hours a week and they say, oh, I can't even think about getting to the grocery store. They could buy, bring a beautiful box of chocolates, a good box, like the two pound nuts and chews from C's. And that could be their donation that everybody to the party that everybody will enjoy after the meal. And then this is the last thing. 
if you have a teenager in your family, if you have a niece, if you have a nephew, someone like that, I always ask them, can we set, if you could come over, we could set the table the day before Thanksgiving, even two days before Thanksgiving, if you have a separate table. If you don't, then I know you can't. But if you have a dining room table, you can put the tablecloth on. You could ask the, the, the niece or the the young person in your family, you could, you know, I've never had a tablecloth where I didn't iron it right on the table. So I know that you could, I mean, you could take it to the cleaners, but I'm too cheap. But you put the tablecloth out, you set up one plate with the silverware the way you want and and the, where the glasses go. And then you, they follow you and they do the rest. And it's kind of a lovely thing. Maybe that day they also make um, seating as little seating cards for people so that people all get a you know um, they know where to see sit I'm having a dinner I said I'm having we're going to a restaurant for my husband's birthday and I'm going to make seating cards even though there's only a few of us I'm going to make seating cards and I'm going to have little little presents for my guests because I'm so grateful that we're going to spend Kenny's 71st birthday together. So I've got little gifts for the ladies that are coming, little gifts. And maybe you have a, a talented niece or a nephew that could even arrange the flowers. A simple vase, a low vase, so you can see your guests. And it doesn't have to be fancy. If you have a beautiful bowl that you put in the center of your um, table, and it could just have four or five floating chrysanthemum tops in it in yellow or orange. It doesn't have to be fancy, nor does it have to be expensive. And so if nothing else, I think what COVID taught me was to be grateful for my life, for love in my life, and for friends that I missed so much. And also COVID made me grateful for Zoom. <laughs> Because without Zoom, I wouldn't have been able to see Cindy or so many of the people that I've done some jobs with. And I'm so grateful. And I think that it put a lot of things for me as we enter this holiday, a lot of things in perspective that we should be grateful for. Or maybe it's the year you say to your family, nobody's cooking, restaurants need our help, and you go to a restaurant and take everybody out for dinner. Okay. I always say one year, I happen to love Kentucky fried chicken. Please don't spread that around. I know people go, ew, and she calls herself a food professional. But I've always thought to myself that one year I just have two or three big old buckets of chicken on the table and say to people, go to it. And everybody can do what they wanted. And then we could go for a walk and not have any of the stress of the holidays. So that's it. I want to thank you. I thank you all for listening. We have some wonderful new guests coming up. Cindy and I are back. And I thank you for the comments that we get. And we're very appreciative when people, I get private tasks, not always on the website. And that's okay. I understand why people private text me but they'll just say it was a that was a wonderful podcast Denise because whoever our guest was touched them in some way or something that they had been through was helpful to them and that's the idea and that's what we're trying to do okay thank you so much women beyond a certain age um we have a facebook page women uh women beyond at icloud.com write us we also get some wonderful suggestions. People email Cindy 
and uh, for guests and we've gotten we didn't we Cindy we probably got a dozen guests this year that all came from other people suggesting them so please don't we won't be offended so I thank you so much thank you Miss Cindy and happy Thanksgiving to everyone yes happy Thanksgiving everybody bye-bye <laughs>